Hello everyone, this is Caleb, your GM. A quick word before our show today. In an attempt to get more communication going on between you and us, we have set up a Twitter account, TBlazer Network. If you're interested at all, please go there and talk to us. We also have a new email set up, tblazernetwork at gmail.com. Use either of these ways to contact us. We'd love to hear from you. You can go to our site to find links to everything. Last week on Trailblazers, as the party ventured towards Antioch, they came across a farm. Helping out there for a few days, they eventually went on their way. They came across a girl, Setsuko, who claimed she had run away from Oroku Saki's service. And for saving her, she pledged her life to Thaddeus. While they were nursing her, a most extraordinary thing happened. A helicopter from the Vietnam War era came and attacked them. The party all survived, except for Sergio, who was torn to shreds in the carriage by minigun fire. Will the party continue on to Antioch? Will they head to Tanlu in search of answers? Will they seek the Emperor's input? Find out this week on Trailblazers. If we go back to the Emperor, number one, I'm not down with the plan of trying to build any sort of weaponry to fight the Vietnam War stuff anyway. So I'm not even going to cooperate with that. And I don't even think that that's a good idea. What I think we should do is send back to the Emperor exactly what's going on, and we go to the Northeast, because what I was thinking was... So far, um, that's been the most, let's just say that's been the heaviest thing that's come up against us, right? A pretty desperate move almost. So I feel like we're heading in the right direction if things are getting more intense. And so I feel like we should just keep going because clearly something doesn't want us to go there. If you get what I'm saying, kind of sending everything at us now. Okay. And I think killing this, Getting to the source of the issue is really what we have to do anyway. So I feel like if we go all the way back, we're just wasting time. We're just going to end up having to go back anyway. It's kind of like the only analogy I can think of is we were sent to kill the lich, not all the dragons. Chasing around trying to kill the helicopter is like trying to kill the dragons instead of the lich. We need to go find out what's bringing these things in and kill that. That'll put an end to everything way faster than wasting time like trying to build medieval weapons against jet planes especially since the next thing that could come through could be a nuclear bomb it wouldn't even matter that's nothing you know <laughs> okay. so that's my proposal and the other thing i was going to say is when we send back the messenger i think we have to send a message somehow maybe you guys could help with this i don't know how to word it we need to tell valerian he needs this message back to us we need to know everything because I feel like he's been keeping us in the dark about certain things. And uh, hmm. if he doesn't want the world to end, I think he needs to tell us everything. We'll, we'll include Sergio's suspenders. Yeah, just take, of, Sergio, no, we'll take Sergio's head and send it back in a box. Exactly. Some, there you go. Some, send some of my thoughts about it was asking, <laughs> I don't know if this is even possible, maybe sending Phoenix to the Emperor and then seeing uh, if, some, if your fireflies I, I was, could locate us and bring yeah, them back I, to us. He wouldn't. Uh, I was thinking about. I was playing with that idea around this week. Actually, sending Phoenix back would allow Valer would kind of relate the seriousness of the issue. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, uh, meaning, I think Valerian might give a message to Phoenix to bring back to us. So I don't know if he's just going to tell well, a messenger. Um, um, I just want to be clear because something isn't stated. Is Phoenix with you right now? When you guys were talking earlier, you had included Phoenix and Sensuko. Are you doing so now, or is it just the three of you? Or the I have no problem with Phoenix being part of this. Okay, so it's the same as last night. Any any issue with Sensuko? No. Okay. Yeah. Okay, same issue, same people. Okay. 
Um, okay, I would agree. Let's craft a message, send it back with Phoenix. We can write bad about him because he can't read. Um, I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Phoenix, <laughs> Phoenix is right here. Phoenix, you get what we're saying, right? We, we need the emperor. The emperor will know what you mean. We need to know everything. We feel like the emperor has, uh, maybe wisely kept us in the dark about certain things we probably didn't need to know. But now we do need to know. If okay. if you guys don't want the world to end, that is. If you want the world to end, then go ahead and keep secrets. If not, we need to know everything. And you need to get that information, and have, and we have to figure out a way for you to find us again. And where will this you is like be apocalypse. going while I am talking to the Emperor? Nor where will you be going? Northeast, because that's where those things headed when they flew away from us. We were going to the north anyway, but we were kind of going northwest. I think we should go northeast and follow those things. The only thing northeast is Tanlu. <laughs> Why are we going? Why are you going to Tanlu? No, there was some. I need to look at the map. You're going to fight. I thought there was some uncharted territory. There is. There is. Um, it is where we sent you for. Uh, Men way up north was the uh, the Lich's castle. Hmm. Well, you were there. Which way did you, those things look? Look like they were heading to you. They look like they were going to Tanlu. Yes. Was your plan to fight did them? No, no, no. I feel like whatever it is that's controlling them could be there. Oh, they were you heading think back it is going to, to its master. Base. Ah, I see. Yes, Fala. I do. Hmm. I want. I think it is a sound plan to it. to find the source. In much times in the fight, you do not fight all the underlings. You will be overwhelmed. You must cut the head off of the beast. If you remember our fight with the horned men, I went after the leader, and when the leader was gone, they flew, and we had time to regroup. So I think it is a wise, sound decision. Agreed. As for me going down to talk to the emperor, I do not have any problem with do it. But I am not so sure he will give me answers or based off of a letter. And I do not think you can very well summarize the what is going on or the importance of it to communicate that via letter. But my understanding of letters is small compared to yours. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. It's just that... <laughs> if, if we, I'm sorry, I'm are you sure. laughing? No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not quite sure what to do then because I feel like he... He's got information we need. We will probably need. I think if you if you find it so important to <clears throat> get that information, you must either go to him or go to Tanlu. I think sending a letter will be inadequate. Ugh. Time is definitely a factor. Time As you say time. that, there's a big flash of light. <laughs> and off in the distance, you see where Tanlu was, a mushroom cloud. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right, no. let's go home. Let's go <laughs> hey, look, hey, look, guys, it's Megaton. You all start glowing green. No. <laughs> I don't know. What do you guys think? We're kind of David, stuck between a rock and a hard place here. My stomach's not feeling. I'd so say good. we what should not that? backdrop or backtrack. Um, I think we should move forward to Tanlu. Um, to Tanlu or to Antioch. Our original destination. Antioch. We should yes. go there. I think that if Valerian gets our message, he will react as he normally would. If he understands the full weight of the situation, he does. If he doesn't, well, then that's on him. That, and we're yeah, all dead all, anyways. What did you say, Thaddeus? I like that. I, Nothing. I said, I said we send the message. I agree with Josh. I say we send the message, and whatever yeah. happens, if he chooses to ignore it, then he chooses to ignore it. We send the message and tell him we're going to Tanlu. There we go. And we'll, we'll I think we should. I'll take credit. Wait, you're Blanc saying different us. things. Blanc is saying Antioch. David, you're saying Tanlu. 
I thought Tanlu was where those things were heading. True, but Blanc's suggestion is to continue to Antioch, the land in the north. Yeah. Um, the way we were going when the flying monster attacked us. What would you recommend, Phoenix? I think you must determine what is most important to you. If it is most important to have the help of the Emperor, then you must go to him. If it is most important to explore this um, possible source of these things, then it is go to Tanlu. If you think it is most important to get that ring and make your wish, then you must go to Antioch. I do not think splitting our attention is to be effective. Yeah, then I'm for Tanlu. I mean, the ring is was a kind of a long shot anyway. We don't even know that it exists. Do you have any idea where these things are coming from, aside from the fact that we saw a helicopter go northeast? Not a clue. No source of information at all. Well, you said you think that that's the direction of the Lich's castle. That's not impossible. This is true. So you think there's a connection between the Lich and these things and you? Oh, I'm sure there is. But the Lich is dead. Did you not kill him with your own guns? <laughs> Ding dong, the Lich is dead. <laughs> guns and hands and swords. Again, this is why talking to the Emperor would come in handy. These are the kind of questions. It is not the... impossible to do each of these things in turn. I think we simply must determine what is best to do first. If we go back, it cuts uh, about a month, Caleb. Mm-hmm. Or Phoenix, about a month. Did so you get your carriage? I forgot how much we said it was before. I think we said it was like a month and a half because he had to go around the frickin'. Yeah. He had to go around. And then the... a month and a half back. Yeah. So that's three months. Yeah, I that's mean, a, this... that's a quarter. <laughs> that's a long time. No, no, talking to the Emperor is important. It's the time issue that makes it hard. If we have enough gold, we go to Tanlu, which takes us two weeks maybe, and we get a wizard to teleport us to Court Hall. It'll be expensive, but if time is of concern, then that is what we do. How much? I am not a wizard, but they know it will cost a lot of money. But that's two birds with one stone. We can go peek around Tanlu real quick and see if there's anything to it. If there's not, then we can just teleport back and talk to the Emperor. And going to the uh, Lich's palace, the Emperor will surely give us aid if he finds it important. If traveling through the mountains to go up north is difficult, but to be teleported as you were last time, I take it was easier. Barry. Yeah? We didn't, you didn't run across any more horned men, did you? No, <laughs> no more horny men. All right. So are we, uh, we're agreed? We go to Selver, get, drop off the farmer, and then head to Tanla? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you. Let's go to Tanla. Agreed. And then at any point, we could break off and go to Antioch anyway and get the ring if we want to. Mm-hmm. I think all... more pressing matters uh, take us to Tanla. Yeah, I can kill everybody later. <laughs> You're my kind of man, David. Just like Columbus. <laughs> He's got the blood dust. <laughs> All right. That's what we do. All right, so you guys travel east. And um, when you finally get to Selver, uh, the farmer thanks you very much for all you did for him and his family in this crisis. And uh, he says he's got family here, and he's going to see if he can't uh, rebuild his life. The kid brings all his sheep, and uh, (laughs) they're going to sell them to try to make money. Yada, yada, yada. And uh, do sheep work as pack animals at all, or no? What do you mean? Can you put stuff on them? 
No, not so. really. They're kind of they're livestock. They, they they do their own thing. Um, Sheep wander. Anything you want to do in Silver before you head up north? To I was about to ask you guys. Do we have any under, any unfinished business there from before? Anyone we got to kill while we're here? Wasn't there a wizard that sold you water? Yeah. Can we go kill him? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a, what? a long time. What? <laughs> that's a town. No, that's in Silver. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go talk to him. I'm like, uh, <laughs> what's it? You ever see True Romance? No. No. I'm like Christopher Walken and that when he shoots him, he's like, I haven't killed anybody since 1987. I get antsy when I don't kill people for a long time. <laughs> so you really want to go kill that wizard? Um, not, I don't want to kill him. No, 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 no one said kill. I, I'm just... I, I mean, why are we going to kill him? I mean, We're, eh. we're going to give the boy a strong talking to, give him a pat on the bum and move it on. All right. W- wait, what? Well, when you did it, when, man. When, when you did it, forget it. Let's just... <laughs> Your are are you going to go? Yeah, let's go to a shop. Alright. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, boy. Pat is oh, I think This was... is good, because we end up killing people even when it's not your guy's intention. I think he was like an old man. This is true. Blood prerogative. <laughs> but that's don't worry about it. Summon... Okay, this old man... Uh... Just because Dom doesn't want to kill people doesn't mean we're not going to kill people, old so let's go. The counter. He's messing with... <laughs> the alchemist is messing with some potions. He turns around. Yes, what can I do for you? Oh, shit. <laughs> Hi. Hello. So, how did the potions work out? You know, I it love looks, it looks like it worked out well because none of you have the plague. You know, I really love sugar water, but That's I really, point. really don't like sugar water. That's contrary. When I have to pay several hundred gold pieces for it. Yeah, hey, Thaddeus, how much did we pay for those potions? A lot, my friend. What was a lot? Do you remember? Yeah, we we paid. Insert Caleb's information here. Oh, and parentheses. Didn't make Caleb try to remember. Uh, I'll tell you. <laughs> and at the time, we were pretty broke, so it was like everything we had at the time. Yeah, man. I believe we, got we paid. The, uh, the, uh, it was seven hundred and fifty each, and we got three. Ooh. We got six. But he, no, we didn't. he get, you got six. You got three. One for each of two for each of you, but he only charged you for one. So the guy looks at you and goes, listen, I charged you for one. You got so one. I think 22? we're on the up and up here. So what was that, Twenty two fifty, is what we paid you? Yes. Twenty two fifty. <laughs> yes, a, a standard market price for three potions. For three potions. For three bottles of water, not standard market price. So, But you got so, those for free. Those were gratis. So what we'll do is... You put 3,000 gold pieces on the table, and I won't kill you. <laughs> well, that sounds good to me. I think we all, I think we can all agree that that's beneficial for mutually okay. beneficial. 3,000. Does he do it? <laughs> Let me, give me a moment to go in the back. I don't keep that much in the register. You know, I like you know actually, actually you. David. I would like to see what you do in the back. <laughs> you know what? No. You know. What's that? David. You know, I, I, you know, I see where he's coming from. It's completely understandable that he would only charge us for three. <laughs> but I really do find it offensive that he would trick us. So I think we could either, you know, maybe just take this up with the constable and let him decide. Or drag him to the Plaguelands and throw him in. <laughs> is this like a good cop, bad cop, a little bit worse cop deal here? Is that what this is? <laughs> oh, that's true. We're citizens. He ripped off citizens. I'm not a citizen. 
Oh, he a was. great way to ruin David's little thing to try Not to really. shake He out. didn't rip you off anyway. You weren't there. Remember how I Thaddeus stole off. from that guy? I'm with Thaddeus. Thaddeus. I left the police department. <laughs> Did you say you're a citizen? Yeah. <laughs> we're citizens. Grab him, Thaddeus. Let's you, you turn him into down. the cop. You're a citizen, aren't you, Thaddeus? <laughs> yes, I am, aren't you? <laughs> I just goes, closed my mouth. Oh, he kind of like pulls on his neck and goes, actually, I think I do remember. I do keep that much in the register. That's actually exactly how much I have in here. And he, and he fumbles underneath the counter and pulls out, and he counts out 300 uh, platinum pieces and goes, there you go. I think we have our business concluded. Thank you. I give him the Thaddeus. Thaddeus, Thank you, you lent the money for that. Come, I didn't have Come money. again. You get the money because I didn't have the money at the time. You lent me it. Oh, how kind of you, sir. There, you're 3,000 richer. Uh, 2,000. You still keep it. Uh, I'll take one. You guys take two. I have What's no that? need for gold. He's giving you equal I'm rich, money. dude. Just keep it. Yeah. Okay. It's the I principle no of the thing. I wasn't after the money. Can I kill him anyway? We're all happy. Once I leave the store, I have no... Uh, you, I don't care what you do. I turn around as I leave and I'm like, you're so freaking lucky for blood golem prerogative. I just you. He's like, huh? As you walk out. <laughs> And, and, uh, uh, hold on. This is a perfect meme. No, we don't need to hold the podcast. So you can show some stupid meme and go, oh, that's okay. <laughs> so, uh, all right, you guys, you guys, uh, became the first Mafia Shakedown event of this world. So congratulations oh, on good. that. I am from New Jersey. <laughs> Let me show you how I do it in New Jersey. <laughs> all right. You have your, 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 your money. So literally, what happened here is he paid you seven hundred and fifty gold for three vi- for six vial three vials of resist uh, disease. This is what you've concluded. <laughs> this is your net gain. <laughs> Not too shabby. All right, anything else you'd like to do in Solver before you <laughs> run off to Tanlu? Send our message. Well, I'm... no, we're not. We're not going to do it. We're not going to send a message to Valerian. No, because what Phoenix is, is saying is, once we get to Tanlu, we can teleport back and talk to him ourselves. I still think we should give him some fair warning beforehand. You um, just went through this. Were you not listening? Like, yeah, Phoenix a great thinks thing he's not going to get it. Like, there's nothing we could write in a letter that's going to make Well, him even though Phoenix says something, that means I could disagree. Yeah, but you could no, disagree when we were talking about it. Why are you doing it later? <laughs> to advance the plot. <laughs> were you not listening or something? No, I was. I'm here. I've been Phoenix here the whole Phoenix is kind of like our unofficial emperor... Uh, what's the word? Advisor. Yes, but now that we were in silver, yes, I think all of a sudden, I... okay. it doesn't hurt. You could send it. I don't know what to write exactly, but how I do think, we communicate? Uh, it, says, but... I think we will get there before the letter does. Hmm. Unless we were at Tanlu for a very long. Time. Oh, right, because right, it's going to take the runner a month to get there. We'll be there in three weeks. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh... There's a chance if we find something at Tanlu that will take us another month, then the letter would get there first. We could find something along the way that takes us even longer. If that's the case, like we could send a letter what we ha- Like what we, ha- what we encountered on the way to Antioch. Um, I just, like I said, I just think that it, you know, now that we are in silver, I think it would be probably be a good idea if we just sent something. How about we go to Tanlu? <sighs> why not? I say if we get to Tanlu and it we think that hurt. we're going to take longer... Then we send the letter. Otherwise, he'll get the letter like, later. Like after. I said, it wouldn't hurt. It's up to you. 
nobody, I mean, nobody loses, nobody gains. We inform the Emperor. Why not? It's up to you. Alright, send it. Okay. I want to send a letter. Alright, uh, I'm that. going to need... What do you write in the letter? Uh, well... That's the problem. I don't know how we make them understand. Hold on, I'm going to write it in all caps. <laughs> well, just, let's just say we're traveling. He can keep working on the letter and send it to you yeah, when, when he gonna, gets like, done. Put some input. You're just gonna let Josh write the whole letter. I just wrote the whole uh, letter. No, no, we're not gonna do that. <laughs> because so far the letter is, Yo, Valerian, there's some messed up shizzy and Selver. Get over here. Perfect. <laughs> Valerian's not gonna come to Selver. <laughs> Forget the letter, man. We're gonna have to go see him. Yeah, no, there's, there's, there's no way to write him a letter. Just, this is what's gonna happen. We're gonna send a letter. We're gonna get there first. And in the middle of us discussing it, a runner is going to run into the room. Remember, and hand him a letter. Yo, what up, dog? Valerian, some messed up shizzy is happening up in Silver. Get down here, bro. <laughs> I should have put bro in there. You should have put bro in there. All right. Anything else you'd like to do in Silver? No. All right. Um, well, I send the letter regardless. What's the let? All I've ever asked is what does the letter say? <laughs> I just wrote it. <laughs> what does it actually say? To to okay. sum up, okay, fine. While they while they talk, I will write the letter on my what phone. They ju- what they just said though is that they don't want you to write the letter; they want to have input. Okay, it won't hurt. We just tell them everything. Just we tell them everything that happened as best yes. we can. This is why I love Pathfinder because doing stuff like this takes so little time. Roll perception. I forgot how to write a good letter. All right. Buddy. <laughs> No, we write we write something to the, the gist of it's possible you have some uh, terrible flying machines coming your way. That can reach you much quicker than this letter. Have prepare fun. The, exactly. It doesn't matter. Who All cares? Right. Very much. You go to Tanlu. Tanlu is built into a hollowed-out mountain. And it looks something like this. <laughs> Tolkien. I did not take it from Tolkien. What town is built into a mountain? The... Uh, the, where the biggest battle in the book is. Uh, what's that place called? It does not look anything like that. Look at the picture. Are you talking about Minas Tirith? Yes. <laughs> well, that's not what I'm talking about. It looks much different than that. Or are you, are you know. talking about... When I say about... hollowed out mountain, I mean a hollowed out mountain. Oh, not Minas Tirith. Much the way a volcano is hollowed out. No, it's not Minas Tirith. It's no, it's, it's in Rohan. Hey, nerds, don't, don't care. You guys are talking about Helm's Deep? Helm's Deep. Yeah, that's it. Helm's Deep. No, Helm's Deep's in the side of a mountain. No one cares. It looks kind of right, like a ahead. volcano in that way. It's hollowed out. And the town is built inside. Um, you get there, and it is a quite a populous town. Nothing that would tell you it had recently been attacked. Right. My theory is this is where the guy doing it might be, so it's definitely not going to be attacked. So what do you do in Tanlow? I say we go to the pub and ask some people some questions. we got to go through the city gates first. There's no city gates. <laughs> yeah, the main entrance just, to the city. There's there's no main right. entry. You just it's walk all on a on road to get in. Look, you just pub. walk right in. Yes. Yeah, like I That's said, we should go to the pub, ask some questions, get some intel, see what everybody's thinking about. What are the big subjects in the town? What's the big top te- topics? What's tweeting? <laughs> Hashtag. What's what's, what's, what's trending? What's, tra- what's, what's trending, trending in Tanlo? What's trending? That's Hashtag the nailed what's it. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Is this books? All right, so you go to a, a random bar. You sit down and you order, and I'm sure someone who looks unique is, I'll say it's a kobold. Is a kobold is a lizard-like man. Kobold. And he's about about this high, about chest high. 
and uh, he gives you guys some drinks, and uh, there you go. You're a funny little creature, aren't you? What kind of figures? The guy says, "Just so, the guy in full plate mail." Topo. <laughs> I uh, I chuckle and I say thank you. Here's a gold. Here here's a here's a gold piece. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so we're listening. Uh, I I guess we're listening. So I want to do a um, what's it called? We really could roll perception right now. Yeah, perception check to see if what's trending. We're, trying to, we're eavesdropping. You're eavesdropping. You're trying to hear what hear people are talking hear about. Anything interesting like gossiping? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Let's all do it. All right. Because we actually told them what we're trying to perceive, so it's a first. Uh, nine. <laughs> I got a nine. I got a twenty-one with my modifier. I'm not going to get it. Me neither. I'm perceiving the hilariosity of the kobold with this roll I got. I got a thirteen. Well, I got a thirteen. All right. Dom, you uh, you hear some person talking about their wart, and it's the worst conversation you ever heard, and you wish you didn't hear it. She's really ugly, really fat, and those two are not like those are not mutually exclusive. There's not things that one lead to another. They are two things that that build on each other to create this character that you are repulsed by. David, you hears a group of there's just like half ogre, which is I guess you wouldn't know, so I'm not going to tell you. But there's a half ogre. He I've looks, got an idea of an ogre. I, I was about to tell you something. Half ogre. And uh, he's there, and he's got, like, a human and an elf who has, like, these red eyes. And and uh, they're talking, and they're talking about... They seem to be adventurers. They're talking about their last big adventure. Uh, nothing that seems to be uh, pertinent to exactly what you're listening for. But it's an interesting story about some adventure. Uh, Blanc, you're listening around, and you hear uh, the bartender talking to somebody who seems like he's kind of an important person. Because he seemed to be weighed on quite a... In lieu of everyone else needing drinks, he's being served first and constantly. And the bartender's talking to him about how the uh, there's a underground slave trade that is not cropping up, but has become a problem in Tamla. What do you mean by problem? In that there aren't enough slaves? Or that The guy says slaves. they're becoming a problem. Okay. Gotcha. These are the things you hear that are of any interest. Okay. Let's investigate the wart. <laughs> I kind of want to inquire about these slaves. Okay. How do you do this? Who are you asking? I'm asking you, Blanc. You're the only one that hears this. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I run up to the bar. Okay. Um, hey, bartender, I couldn't help but over her here you you you're talking about some, some slaves uh, uh and it gets quiet near on. you uh, and everyone looks everyone in the, uh, sitting at the bar like looks at you do and, we notice this happening i'm sure hand on a revolver yeah. and the bartender and says i don't know what you heard son but uh i want to get yours checked slaves are illegal gotcha that's all i needed to know thank you by the way, I'll take another pint. He kind of pours you a pint, and things kind of go back to normal. Gotcha. I leave him a gold, and then come back to the table. Okay. Very good. Well, that was pointless. No. We now know that there are slaves in town, but they are illegal. 
True. So true. who owns the slaves? And we have a manifest of people being sold. Indeed. Could be a connection. There could be. Absolutely. Do you okay. have the manifest written down, Dom? For what? The manifest. Do you have it written down? Yeah, I have it in my notes. Actually, I might have it too. Uh, would you want to read it again? Uh, um, uh, Genie in the bottle killed him, gutted his face. That's not what I asked um, you to read. The pro, uh, after searching the room, we found the gull's lamp and a manifest stating that 50 out of 50 Imperial persons, only 20 were usable. There were half-completed orders which stated the project is nearing completion. We will have to find a new purpose for the bodies or extract a new price or dot 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 paper unreadable. And another paper stating, <laughs> I will not become obsolete like that pig-headed red elf dot dot dot. Mm. I should go into court reporting. <laughs> Good luck. Caleb? Yes? Were you getting ready to say something? I was. Then I thought better of it. Did I not do it down in its completion? Hey, that's as you guys remember it. I, I had that thing down. I wrote, this is before you chided me for writing everything down when you said it. I wrote that thing down. You said nothing else. As as, as you remember it. Our, our, our memories are such a, whoa, 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 such a subtle a second, thing, aren't they? No, but we have the actual manifest. Yes. I like the manifest. You're right. You do. You do. This is correct. So what's it say? It says essentially what you just said, but it refers to the people as bodies. That's what I said. Mm, you said imperial persons. Bodies is a different connotation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. That they're dead. Maybe yeah, they were delivered to disease. maybe undead. Well, now they're undead after they do their little dipsy do sew together thing. <laughs> dipsy do? <laughs> I don't know what you guys think. I don't really know at this point. Um, yeah, now I'm starting to wonder if the slave trade would have anything to do with anything. It could. I rolled a 21 on perception, and Caleb told me it, so it obviously is important. That's hey, Phoenix. Not, that's still true. Phoenix. <laughs> Phoenix. It's you success or the... fail. Did you or did you not overhear something? Go ahead, dude. Phoenix, you work for the Emperor. Is uh, What's the view of slave trading? Ever since um, a couple of years after the Emperor took Amana as his wife, the entire thing was shut down and made illegal. This so, what kind of. The uh, cat folk. The cat folk were the only of... slaves. Uh, there, were some, there was not really any other races that were ever enslaved. I never asked you this. Do you have a title? An authority with the emperor? Not officially. But what if we went to, uh, like, the local, I don't know what you guys call them, police, and asked oh, them the what they know about it? Could you, uh, could you get them to talk to us about it? Yes. I don't know what do you guys think. Let's go to the police and uh, pull some emperor yeah, weight well. and find out what's going on. See if we can get some information. My yeah. friends, I very much doubt that at this point... It has not already spread throughout parts of Tanlu that the rider has come to here. So I can get in the information we need, period. All right, let's get to the... Let's find yeah, out. Get to the bottom of the slave trade thing. Agreed. I will be back. And he gets up and he leaves. I'm going to say See, that. Phoenix is Phoenix is pimp. That's why we don't mess with him. An hour and a half later, he comes back. Plus he's our friend. And uh, <laughs> he's our... Think. Yeah, we think. Companion. <laughs> Uh, he sits down and, and puts his hand table and grabs his pint glass. And as he does, you see there's blood on the knuckles of his gauntlet. And uh, he pulls back his helmet and takes a drink. 
Um, I look at him. Eventful evening? Um, <laughs> nothing more than usual. <laughs> there is a slave trade. It's usual. Uh, there's an underground slave trade that the police have been trying to rat out, but um, it is corrupt. Very corrupt. I wish I could make an analogy, but I cannot, because I'm not so good with your language, which is corrupt. It's a corrupt thing. It's corrupt. And, uh, well, let's just say that um, it won't be for very long. And they will be enforcing the good emperor's law. Did you happen to get a name? I did. And now Caleb must look one up. Because <laughs> no, I hate go talk to him <laughs> so much. I know by this point, Caleb. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton? I, I don't, this is all I forgot here. <laughs> ah, we'll ask about Billy Bob Thornton. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton and a Robert E. Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know anything to you? Um, Emmanuel Thicket. Emmanuel Thicket. Interesting. Um, name. I want to. Me personally, I want to wait till the uh, end of the night when the the bar closes. Ask the bartender some questions when he's leaving. What he knows about this Emmanuel Thicket? I've got. I goes. I got. I got what we need. Uh, everything that was of any interest from the cops. So you know uh, where this guy's at. They know exactly where he's at, and they simply have not been enforcing uh, the good emperor's law because they like their pockets to be heavy with coin. So let's go do some enforcing. So where is he? Is it, is it wise to add something else onto our list of things to do? No, but so far is all we got to go on, really, right? Yeah. We don't know it's not connected till we know it's not connected. This is true. And plus, yeah, we, if we'll, we'll he let the police handle the... If he is indeed guilty of trading slaves, then I don't believe the police will uh, be so offended if we brought in a dangerous criminal. I made it. Uh, <laughs> I implied that the reason I was here in Tamlu was to fix this problem. And <laughs> for said reason, they have decided to fix it themselves. Interesting. Instead of losing their lives. So... I'd say if we gave it a couple weeks, they will fix the problem. I they know where he is. They know how to enforce their law. And now I that they have so. the motivation, Mr. Thicket will be out of business very soon. And I can tell you this, the Emperor is not very lenient on people who break this specific law. So what do you guys think? Is it worth chasing down or just leave it be? Well, if Phoenix says it'll be taken care of, I'm sure it will be taken care of. If no, well, I meant as far as him maybe being. If we go back to the Empire, Emperor, you do your thing that you're going to do. We get teleported back here, and then we talk to him who shall be in prison. I am sure. You mean Emmanuel Thicket? Yes. Oh. I like that. Interrogate him while he's in custody. We might even have a couple of truth wizards with us. Ensure that you will. <laughs> Agreed. But with me, you will not need a truth wizard. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna put my gun on the table and be like, "This is my truth wizard." <laughs> you will simply need me in the room if I maybe be so bold. I don't know. What do you guys think? You want to go talk to the emperor? Since we can do it in good time. Yeah, I mean, if if we can talk to Emmanuel Thicket in custody later, let's do it. Let's go ahead and talk to the emperor now. Very well. All right. We get the good night's rest and we go in the morning, or do you want to do this urgently now? No, we go can get a morning. Around. Yeah, let's go in the morning. Yeah, go in the morning. I, I tend to agree. 
All right, you guys uh, get a room in the tavern. It's the best thing ever. And you're like, ah, oh, it's not a carton. It's not moving. I'm so happy right now. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and you guys all get a good night's sleep. I talked to Sen Saku about her family and show her my fireflies. Wow, is that like a euphemism or? Uh... <laughs> funny, you're funny. Um, <laughs> this is my serious face. My it's slowing down my computer. You guys get like um, you guys get like a really big um, room since you guys are citizens and you're like you pay taxes. You pay very high tax and you're citizens. So if you guys got a really nice big room. Wait, wait, but Caleb, how do I prove that I'm a citizen? You don't have to. You're with two citizens and okay. you do pay a high tax anyway. So that's enough to get it for you. I pay a tax. Yes, remember you a do. while ago, I was like, everybody give me this money for tax. Everybody. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, and, and you all chose to pay a certain amount that gave you that house, and that's very high, so you guys get nice things when you can go to anywhere. So you guys get a nice big room. It's got a nice fireplace, a big, like, bearskin rug. It's nice and warm. And uh, and while you're there, uh, go ahead, uh, Dominic. You were saying you were showing her your fireflies, and she kind of smiles at it. Mm-hmm. It seems to be a forced smile. She kind of winces every once in a while. A forced smile? Yeah. Mm. She doesn't think your fireflies are cool. Yeah, every once in a while, like, the, and this is this has been happening since you've been on your trip. Every once in a while, she just kind of kind of wince. No, I see her wincing and flowers. ask if she's okay. I see a girl. <laughs> uh, she she kind of shyly nods her head and says, um, "Don't worry about me. I don't want to be a burden." But we do not. That's not what I. That's just, not what I asked. Is something tell wrong? us. Yeah, just tell us what's going you know, on. Oh, with, with all three of us saying that stuff, like, come on, tell us. What? Well, you're says, not a burden. Uh, she says, my chest hurts. And, uh... Oh, well, I could provide you some relief. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> Did you ever see the movie Alien? Did you guys ever see that? <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is going to get weird. <laughs> Hello, my darling. Hello. My... <laughs> hey, I remember that. Spaceballs. Oh, dude, that was a great part of Spaceballs. <laughs> I'll take the soup. Could I use sense motive? For what? To sense her motive. <laughs> Stop saying names and skills. <laughs> Just see if she's telling the truth. You want to see if she's lying to you. Go ahead. About her chest sense motive. 16. Oh, frick, frick. No, no, no. You, I roll. Your, what's your modifier? I just rolled it. Doesn't matter. What's your modifier? Jerk five. I'm living at twenty-one. I roll it so you don't know what the roll is. Twenty. Your, your modifier is what? Five. She seems to you to be telling the truth. Okay, butthead. That's <laughs> the way bluffs are supposed to be. Bluffs and sense motives. What kind of pain are you feeling? What does it hurt? Is it a pressure? Or is it? Is it? Feels like a pinch. Where at? And she kind of points right here, and then points at another spot. And uh, you you hear like heavy footsteps, and it's uh, Phoenix walking over to you in his in his plate mail as always. And mm-hmm. he uh, he comes over. He says, "Take off your shirt." And she kind of like, excuse me, hesitates for a moment, and then slowly begins Huge. taking off her shirt. And as she does so, she kind of like puts her arm over her breasts like this, so you can't see them, or at least as much as she can cover up. And he says, "Point," and she uses her hand to point, and they are. Where um, she was shot, and Phoenix says, "Turn around," and she does so. And you, oh, by the way, you of course immediately notice as she takes off her shirt that she. Let me find this. You plan this a ton 
of oh you planned things for our session Kayla where <laughs> uh, she has what a GM a, has a, an intricate uh, imperial dragon tattoo on her back wow and um, Phoenix says um, Mr. David Mr. Thaddeus Mr. Blanc please hold her down and he reaches in his boot, his boot and pulls out a knife what are you doing Hold her down. Okay, we gotta know what you're doing first. Helping her, and he, like, strides over to her. It's okay, I think I know what he's doing. Let's hold her down. Okay, I'll trust you, David. I'm not sure I trust this crazy man with a knife. (laughs) He's alright, he's alright, he's alright. If he wanted to kill her, he would just kill her. Trust me, he wouldn't trick us into it. Okay. Alright, I help hold her down. He goes, uh, Mr. Thaddeus, prepare to heal, but do not do so until I tell you to. I gotta lay on hand spell, ready? Okay. And he looks at her, and uh, he, he kind of pulls something out of his backpack, and it's a piece of cloth, and he kind of puts it over her mouth like he would gag somebody, but she doesn't tie mm-hmm. it. He doesn't tie it. And he says, um, this is going to hurt. You're going to want to bite down on this. And she kind of is about to say, like, what's going to happen? And he stabs the knife into where the wound is mm-hmm. and digs around in there for what seems to be five minutes, but it must you not be. You dig around for five minutes and uh, with a knife? And what seems to be like it. That seems to be like five minutes, and after a while, he he digs out a bullet, and he mm. does so on the other end, and he looks at you, Thaddeus, after he's done, which just really seems like this just takes so long, especially to her, and she's like screaming with a thing over her mouth, like, and, uh, and when he's done, he goes, you may heal her now. I do it. Twelve. Okay, when you let her go, she kind of like backs up against the wall, and like stares at Phoenix very um, pissed offish scared and Phoenix looks at you Thaddeus and says next time you heal somebody make sure you get the arrow or the bullet out first he he almost seems angry at you and he walks back to his bed and takes off his armor and gets ready to go to sleep wait hold up hold up do I still have bullets in me Mm, what a great question I got shot twice this is true um, they were. Oh, so we get to dig stuff out of you too. Ah, crap! You have not felt any pinching. <laughs> you have not felt any pinching, Joshua. Okay, cool. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> I go to sleep. And if I, anyone yeah. comes near her, she kind of like backs away from you guys. Well, uh, can I give her her, her clothes back? Absolutely. Yeah, I do that. Some from you, and, and she puts them on. And there's like just like a little pile of. Blood and flesh in front of her. Oh, I, I I cleaned it up. Okay, and I tell my fireflies to stay close to her. <laughs> Gross. Girl, I'm gonna keep my fireflies close Gross. to you. Gross. She doesn't want to. She doesn't want to be near us. So I figure some kind of company would be nice. Gross. All right. So anything else before you go to bed? Oh, you're <laughs> disgusting. You know that? I'm seriously trying to be a be playing here, and you got all you guys can think about is my fireflies. Yeah, a lot of crazy stalkers say that. What else do you guys want to do tonight? Uh, uh, well, I certainly don't want to tell them about my bullet wounds. Um, I want to go to sleep. <laughs> Blanc, take off your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> uh, right, everybody goes to sleep. Why do I roleplay? Because it's not socially acceptable to be this vain in real life. Dude, who's gonna win the sexy battle? Dude. I know who 
as I'm pelvic thrusting my way down the ramp. I'm just looking around. I'm throwing the two finger kisses to all the women and the men and the Xenos and the robots. Yeah! Yeah! You have child support. <laughs> Here is Softly Speaking Sanskrit. We know why we roleplay. Why do you roleplay? SoftlySpeakingSanskrit.com I've got to talk to David alone for a moment. I'm joking. Big joke. All right. Uh, no more dreams, dude. <laughs> you wake up in the morning and... Uh, Your wife hands you a cup of coffee. You worry that you're not going to make it to the bus on time. Uh, you have just enough you time to give yourself. yourself a look. And when you get to the corner, the bus drive by. But it's all right. You were uh, saved by the bell. Good morning. <laughs> oh, I hate you so... It's the morning. God, no. <laughs> it is the morning. Cock-a-doodle-doo. Everyone wakes up. All right, I'm up. I have woken up. Yep. I'm sure you guys go get some nice breakfast. You get some hot meal finally, which is nice to have. You don't get on the road very often. And Phoenix says, um, well, if we have anything else to do, do it now. And then we must go to the wizard. We're off to see the wizard. (laughs) Anyone do anything for you, the wizard? Um, You know, I want to make sure Satsuko's okay. Okay, you go over to Setsuko. Oh yeah, what are we doing with her? Is she coming with us? I guess so. She pledged her life to me. What? Your Phoenix go, well, if you weren't going to freaking leave her when I told you to the first time, we're not leaving her now. I wasn't going to leave her, you big poopoo head. He wanted to leave me? Yes, he's he's not a... He is a very one-track mind. He's a complicated guy. Yeah, and by complicating, he likes to kill things, and when he's not killing things, he gets kind of like David a little bit, actually. <laughs> Except I don't think yeah. you'll find Phoenix helping out orphans. Exactly, he likes to kill things, and when he's not, he gets a bit agitated. All right, so ever going to wizard then? This yeah, this is him agitated. You should see him when he's pissed. <laughs> All right, you go to the wizard, and uh, he charges. He says, "Yeah, I get you to core hall. I do that kind of often. That'd be two thousand gold a piece, though." Not an easy spell. And I tell you the components it takes. Barely covers it. Can Phoenix negotiate a deal for us? I was going to say, I got to go with you guys. I don't know what the going rate for teleportation is. Totally, I'm giving you a fair rate. Okay, then it's fine. Uh, Bartering is one of the most boring things you can do in this game. (laughs) I raise you. There's a bunch of rules, literally. In the core core rule book, there's all these rules how you can bargain using like diplomacy and things. And and, but at the very end, it says, "But this is boring." And not so many words. <laughs> um, yeah, just in case you want to use them, here they are, but it's incredibly boring. I already put it in anyway. We paid. Right, everybody pays 2000 And so that's uh, a, okay. Suzuku needs somebody to pay for her. I'll do it. He gives you a buy four, get one free deal. No. All right. Um, <laughs> buy four, get Much like the two times you've discovered, you've you've had uh, teleportation happen to you, you are, you are unflustered by being teleported again. And you appear in Core Hall. Star Trek style. Wow, wow, That's wow, what wow, it looks wow, like wow, to wow, me. Sure. Can, can that guy's name have been Scotty and he's our official teleporter? Uh, no. As you get okay. to Core Hall, you are teleported in front of the palace. Uh, you get, I of course, that- some looks. Yeah. I tell Satsuko to stay close. And Phoenix says, um, he says the same, he goes, stay close. And he uh, he leads, and they make way for him and you guys, because he's at the front. 
I was about to say that. I'm sure this time we don't get questioned on the way in. You get absolutely no questions. You get looks from a lot of people, but he just kind of gives nods and people move by before he even gets to them. And you guys go over, and um, as it gets close to the the throne room, there's uh, some guards. And, of course, there's clockwork everywhere. I need not even say where they are because there's so many. Uh, There's a guard, and Phoenix says, is the emperor busy? And the guy says, he's always busy, but he's got time. Nothing urgent. And he goes, not yet. And he opens up the really big double doors. And you're in the palace. The, the throne room, which you've not yet seen, Blanc, so I'll describe to you these massive... Ma- it's a huge room. Dra- multiple dragons could fit in here. And these <laughs> massive pillars holding it up in gigantic <laughs> windows. Quite literally... It's funny you say that. Um, dragons come and, used to come and go. I was going to say, he's met with dragons in this room. This is where they would meet. Regardless, oh, it's a massive gotcha. chamber. A, and it leads up to, like, I don't know if a dais is the right word, but a raised platform at the back. Uh, kind of like a stage almost where the throne mm-hmm. is. And he's sitting there. And, and um, Duran, which is a, a, a black man wearing a beret, is standing to his Duran right. Duran Duran? No, just regular Duran. Samir Duran. Is uh, behind him on his, on his right. And, uh, <laughs> he's, and uh, the two are conversing. And there seems to be uh, no, no other business right now happening in that throne room. And when the door opens up, uh, Valerian looks at you and kind of raises an eyebrow. And uh, uh, Phoenix goes over and he takes a knee and he bows his head. And goes, uh, my emperor, I've brought news urgent. And he says, rise, rise, friend, please. Uh, do you, what do you guys do? Uh, I bow. But yeah, I, I, was say, I, I do the same. Yeah, I also tell Setsuka to like bow with me. I'm like... She puts her hands to each other. Guys, guys, should I bow? I'm just standing there. Like, what should I do? I'm just doing it. Like, you know, I'm paying respect. That's what I just copy what Phoenix did. So I just do it. I I kick the back of. I kick the back of Blanc's knees in so he's on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> he literally asked him, should I bow? And you're like, boom! We so want, him to, we want him to help us. So. I was trying to be we nice. We want him to help us. So, we, you know, we give him all the pomp and circumstance. You know, just give him the whole shabang. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. And uh, he goes, um, what's the matter, friend? And Phoenix goes, for the life of me, I could not word it. And he kind of gestures to you guys. My emperor, we bring grave news. Well, then bring it. I look at David. Um, we have a, <laughs> it seems that I'm not the only thing from my world in your world. We were attacked by war machines from my world, very powerful war machines, who are now in your world. And we thought you needed to know about it immediately. Leave us, he says to some people in the room. And anyone that is not Clockwork or Duran leaves. What about Phoenix? Uh, no, Phoenix stays with you guys. And he says, um, go on. Uh, we were on our way to the north to go to the ring, and we were attacked not far outside of Selver uh, by these machines. And it was we lost one of our companions in the battle. These are way more powerful than any weapons we have available to us here. I have his suspenders. And I, pres- I, I kind of present... The saxophone out on both my hands. I am truly sorry for your loss. My condolences. He was a good man. Even greater saxophone player. He served the, emperor, <laughs> the Empire well. And he made a difference, and that's important. It's true. I have a suspicion that this is all somehow related. So we thought we would come to you for counsel. <laughs> come to me for counsel. I like that. Do you know how they got in? No, that's... 
what we need to know. He's he's pondering you quick, and he kind of looks at Duran. Duran looks at him, uh, expressionless face as always. I would like you, David, to join me in my chambers, if you would. The okay. rest of you, Duran, get them some food or something. I'm sure they're wary from their trip. All right, so he takes you into his in his, into his chambers. And um, there's a nice big bay window there. It looks very nice. And uh, he says, David, I was afraid of this, that you would not be the only thing coming in from your world. What I don't know is what to do about it. Well, in a way, I, I kind of do, but <laughs> in a short-term well, way, I'm not sure. Maybe if you shared with me what, it, what the problem is, I might have something uh some advice well mr david i've kind of wanted that for a long time i believe i even offered you a position to give me advice i agree and like i told you other than going home i was more than happy to take that position but i had to take a shot for the ring i understand of course well david and he kind of goes over the bay window and he looks out and just looks out and he uh and he looks up at the sky and he goes, At night, I am baffled that even though I can see them, I can't count all the stars. I have astronomists who have labeled them and create maps and things like that. But <laughs> isn't it funny to think that there are people alive right now who believe that we're alone? And maybe even you believed that before you came here. But I think it's foolishness to think that in this great big world, we are alone. It's foolishness. I've thought for a long time that there must be other beings around, other creatures. I mean, I myself summon forth, and he holds his hand out and, and, and summons a hellhound. And he goes, creatures from an entirely different plane and he pets it and he's not hurt at all by the fire we've known for a long time that there's different planes there's the plane of fire of water of air the elements all have their planes and we have our plane here there's different creatures that inhabit them but I've always thought that there's things from a different world and when you came striding into my throne room that day it was all but confirmed you came into this world now Whereas you're no more powerful than any other man, and I dare say even weaker than some of the other creatures we have in our world, you did bring something with you. And he takes his hand out of his pocket and points to your revolver on your side. He says, I hear tell that you can put down six men before even the best of our pistols can reload. On a good day. And now you're telling me technology is coming from your world that we have little chance against. Yes, this technology, I pull out the revolver, is barbaric in my world. Primitive. And these machines from your world that came in, you say are from 50 years ago. And how much advance have you made in those 50 years? <laughs> and 50 years, clockwork aren't even in existence. He points to a clockwork on the wall. 
It's true. But that that gives me a little extra concern about it. Those men are dead in my world. Unlike me. Imagine if people in your world found a way to get to ours and wanted to invade it. He holds his mm-hmm. hands out and goes, what could, what could we do? We are too busy fighting each other. I'm killing orcs. People in the north want, don't want to have anything to do with anybody. I mean, there's men with there's the freaking minotaurs that just want to keep their land safe. We're all divided. We fight against each other and we bicker. And we have no chance of mounting any sort of counter-assault. That is one of the reasons I've very hard tried and want to accomplish before I pass from this world a unified planet. Because I have no delusion that someday, it may not be in my lifetime, it might not be in ten lifetimes, but someday, something more than just one man is going to cross over into our world. I mean, think about it. Maybe one man will be enough. There may be creatures and worlds that we haven't even begun to try to conceive of. That merely by touching our world could destroy it. We have no chance divided against these things at all. So I've tried to unify us. It's a slow process, and it's not. And apparently it's a little too slow, because at this moment you are telling me more things are coming in from your world. Has anything else come in? Obviously this must be the most urgent, because it's what you've told me about first, but has anything else come in? I read your report. I take it that puppet was from your world. Everything else has been almost like dreams or visions. This was... uh, I did have one other encounter on our travel, but it seemed I was taken away, that it didn't happen in this world. What was it? Uh, I was in a room and was hearing a, a... a radio broadcast, which is essentially, I was hearing news that a man had killed his whole family. And when I turned, the man was there, but he was dead, undead. And he attacked me. And when I ran out of the room, I fell back into the world. Hmm. David, right now, from what you've told me, I, I can't do a lot. But together... I think you and I can figure out what's going on. And we can put a stop to it. And we can save lives. Are you interested in saving lives, David? Yes. You know, the Empire, as it expands, comes across a lot of primitive people. At least we would call them primitive. I'm sure they're happy in their own way, but... There's... People who have simple ways, you call your gun barbaric, they have barbaric tools of agriculture. And we introduce them into our technology. Sure, they have simple shovels, but we show them, say, something like a plow, and we show them how to use it. And all of a sudden, their crops are increased tenfold. But if some other nation, say the nation of the north, were to deliver a plow to our world, (laughs) the, the dent it would make in our product would be negligible. You wouldn't even notice it. I know that you have interest in returning home, and that's why you going north in the first place. But David, even how unique you are in your world and the things that you can do, you're still just a plow among plows. Here in our world, you're the only plow. You're very special. And I don't know why you would want to throw that away, to go back to being just another plow. 
I'm going to remake you my offer. David, stay here with me. Talk to me. Give me advice. Let's figure out what's going on together. What say you? Okay. Very good. It makes me... He puts a hand on your shoulder. It makes me very happy to hear you say that. Very good. Well. Let's give you some rest. Why don't you say you come here first thing in the morning? Okay. Okay. Very good. Thank you, David. And uh, let's go back to your friends. David comes back in the throne room and with uh, Valerian and they're they're chatting as they come in. And Valerian says, I want to thank you all for your service to the Emperor, uh, to the Empire. And uh, I appreciate it. And you may go now. And uh, Blanc, didn't you have something you wanted to talk to him about? (laughs) It can wait. It's fine. Throwing you a bone, man. <laughs> He's throwing it back, David. All right. <laughs> Take your bone. Take your bone. Leave me alone. Phoenix, Phoenix turns to you and says, I have a few things to discuss with the Emperor. I, um, uh, I'll meet with you guys later. Yeah, we'll be at our house. Be okay, at the house. And uh, you guys go, unless you want to do anything else. Not at the moment, no. You leave. We're not going to be met at the house by that crazy merchant, are we? You have to go to the house to find out. <laughs> no, he burnt it to the ground. There have to be a house to return to, so no. <laughs> Alright, you guys go to your house. <laughs> return to our cardboard box. Right, clearly, I fill you guys in on the whole conversation. Mm-hmm. So he wants you to be his best pal. Well, advisor. What does that mean? <laughs> be honest i'm not even sure but i said yes because means a car and hot chicks <laughs> i feel like it's the only way we're gonna get answers uh, i guess so i guess so well sad to be it'll be sad to see you go well i was gonna suggest maybe we you guys hang around for a couple days let me talk to him and see if we can't figure something out and go from there very well yeah absolutely I mean, we'll tackle the slave trade you guys in have a few weeks. <laughs> I mean, Sitsugu's with us. Right, we have, we have a few this, We have a slave the... trade that's currently being taken care of, apparently. So we have a couple weeks. Yeah, I'm just worried about this crazed merchant who thinks we stole from him. <laughs> I, I don't know why, it just seems weird. Your house seems you know? untouched, if that helps. Mm. Well, if this makes you feel any better, now we're you're more than just with citizens. Now you're with an advisor. <laughs> I'm part of oh. the so. an advisor to his royal his imperial majesty Valerian <laughs> Manx the first of his name. So, I think I can squash that. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well. Yeah, well, sure. I I mean I stay around. Why not? Okay. Got nothing better to do. Um I want to talk to Setsoku. Sure. For a couple minutes. Yeah, go ahead. Uh I want to ask her uh what she wants. What do I want? What, is, what, what, what do you want out of life? She kind of looks taken aback by the question. 
um, to do what you want. We're not going to play tennis here, are we, Caleb? I'm answering the question. <laughs> she pledged herself to you, man. Um, okay, give it those fireflies. <laughs> well, to man. be clear, to all of you. I don't. <laughs> would, I, would have preferred a Wookiee, but I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> someone get this Wookiee carpet out of the way. Um, but why? Because if I was by myself, that would be the end of my life. So the rest of my life that I'm alive is because of you. So it is yours. And you want to do this? Of course. It is what you want. Of course. What else would I want? <laughs> what else would somebody whose life has been ended and then brought back would want? Very well, but if... Things. I want you to feel free to speak up at any time. On any matter. Understand? She nods her head. Okay, let's go to the bookstore. We have to get in, you something. In that case, I don't like your friend. Big guy? Armor? Yes. You get used to him. And we all, uh... And since, and since she, her eyes kind of light up a little bit, since he said he was not part of saving my life, I am not his. No. <laughs> No, I, 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 I kind of roll a bit with laughter. No, it is not. This is mine! I throw a pen at... <laughs> I said, shut up! <laughs> I retrieve. He pulls out of his pocket protector a pen. <laughs> Tom, you have a pocket protector on that armor? Yeah, Yo, girl, there. you ever awesome. see my fireflies? <laughs> <laughs> you have a pocket says, protector that um, Your city I got, is... I got your city is... Strange. Uh, agreed. It's a big agreed. city. Is is this your main city? Is this the core hole I've heard so much of? I believe so. I do not like it. <laughs> I chuckle. That might make two of us. My world, my uh, the town where I'm from is much happier. Was now it's kind of in ruins. No. I throw another pen at him. No, that's not her town. Was not that guy's little cottage. Was it an all neighborhood? Oh. Just that little cottage you're at. She's from Antioch, where you guys were going, the big city. That's right. That's right. That's fine. You found her on the, near it, but she said she was running away from in Antioch. Um. So I ask her if there's anything she needs or desires. Only to serve you. <laughs> okay, I get her some. <laughs> I get her some nice clothes, uh, a cloak, some traveling gear. Oh, I forgot something. Oh, please, don't stop. No, don't, don't hold us back from here, please. So you, <laughs> you need to decide, Caleb. It, it's pretty If irrelevant. it's bad, don't tell us, but... It's just a little uh, cut. I don't mind. All right, it's, it's not much. Um, back before, when you guys, before you, at the very beginning of, this, of today, when you guys were going to part ways with the, the family, she uh, was... Uh, Gonna, she was gonna like take off her uh, the dress she was wearing and mm-hmm. the clothes and put them in a bag and she was gonna give them to uh, the farmer and say um, 
these are your daughters. I don't deserve to wear them. And he was going to mm-hmm. say, no, you should wear them. I'm glad somebody, somebody's going to get use out of them. See? Important stuff. It's vital. Yeah, I'm glad we went back. This has changed a lot. You guys know exactly what to do now. I know where it's all coming from. <laughs> it feels so much better now. Um, okay. Uh, I I request access to the archive. Mm, you, as a citizen, you're granted it. Okay. I start doing research on teleportation. Well, if I were to tell anybody I'm a citizen... Uh, I have no proof. No, that would not go well. There's steep, steep. Correct. So I'm going to lay low in the house okay. for now. While they're off doing their thing, I'm just going to sit around and meditate. All right, great. David, you're at home there with Josh Blanc. It's uh, the uh, beginning of the day, so there's plenty of time mm-hmm. left in the day. No, nah, I got nothing. All right, so you hang out at the house. Uh, I sent you a thing, Dom, all about teleportation. You can read that at your gotcha. leisure. Uh, Phoenix comes back and and he um, and at that time let's say Th- uh, Thaddeus you had not yet left and you're all there mm-hmm. and Phoenix says um, have you gotten the answers you were looking for? Not yet. What is your plan? What's that? What is our plan? Well, the Emperor wants to use me in a, as an advisor and try to figure out what's going on. Uh, we figured the only other thing we had was. Uh, interrogating a manual, so I'm going to work with the Emperor for a couple of days and see where that leads. Okay. It sounds like a solid plan. I, um, I'll come by once in a while on the visit and to get caught up on our plans. Uh, just to make sure not to leave without me, alright? Will do. You got it. Friends never leave friends behind. Just kidding, you're, I don't say you're that. You're my best friend, Phoenix, and I would <laughs> never not include you. And he, he takes a crown, and he draws a heart on his plate mail, <laughs> and he colors it in, a little arrow, and it says D and F. <laughs> F, F, afterwards. Um, and then Phoenix burns you and his armor together. Uh, all right, great. Now it's the next day. David, you go, and, and someone, uh, as you get there, meets with you and says, uh, Mr. David Cohen. I have something for you, and he holds up some clothes, and he says, uh, Emperor requests that you put this on, and that you give us your clothes. Okay. I do. And he leads you somewhere where you can change in private. And it's a it's a uniform, and it's got the symbol of the Empire on it. You look okay. Alright, and you go in, and... Wait, hold up, why are they taking his clothes? What a great question. Uh, you go on, and... He wants me to dress <laughs> appropriately. I'm in the uniform. But why are they taking your clothes? Because he's an um, he's an imperial advisor. The why Empire... can't you keep your clothes? Because the emperor implies a strict dress code: no skirts below the knees. That means you, Blanc. Okay. <laughs> but that doesn't mean why he Wait, can't keep his own Is that clothes. Is that Caleb? That they actually take my clothes? Yes. That's so weird. They're not even my original clothes. I bet you two could discuss it if Blanc was anywhere near you. But you're not. So, you go into the throne room. <laughs> That's weird, bro! Um, it is very weird. What a great point. And you two should talk about it sometime. Uh, David, you go into the throne room, and, and Valerian seems very happy to see you. And he goes, friend, friend, come on. Come here. And he goes, friend, friend. It's just uh, 
about time we put it to our minds and figure out why the heck things are coming in from your world and trying to kill things in mine. Agreed. Right now, the only connection we have is you, correct? Um, and the man in white. And this man in white, of course. Who you also met. I take it. You perceived well. He was um, the oracle I spoke of that told me of your forecoming. And the lich. And the lich. I'm not entirely sure how he's connected. What do you mean? Uh, it seemed to me like the reason we I was brought here was for that purpose. Right, by the man in white. That's correct. This man in white has a fetish for you specifically killing the lich. And the lich informing me that if I killed him, the world would end. Which, I'm sure he didn't give you a timetable. He did not. Mm. And I'm not even sure he's the kind of guy we should take at his word. Mm. He might have been trying to you know, Mr. Save his hide. David, as a man who's lied a lot in his life, I find that the best lies are the ones that have truths dropped in them. I agree. I think he, what he meant to say was, it could be the end of this world. Why don't we reenact this conversation? Tell me, as best you can remember, what he said to you. Uh, he came to me in a dream, and he showed me my world, and showed uh, my family... Uh, and all the people I know upset that I was gone. And I think what he was trying to do was make me feel bad so that I would agree to be sent home, which is what he was offering. Hmm. But instead it made me angry, and I felt that I was being manipulated, which I did not like. And so I informed him that now I was definitely going to kill him. Hmm. And that's when he told me the world would end if I did that. Hmm. That was pretty much the whole thing. He seemed pretty irate with me once I told him I wasn't uh, going anywhere. So the only motivation he gave you to go back home was just so you could be back with your family. Not that I want to belittle that, but I mean that is the only thing he has spoken of. Uh, that's all I remember, yeah. Mm. And now I found out after the fact from the man in white that I would have been dead because I left my world at the moment I would have been dead. And if I had gone back to that moment, then I would be dead. And at that point, the man in white had nothing more to do with you? That's the last time I've seen him and haven't seen him since. So I would think that means that he was not lying to you because lying implies manipulation. He left to do with you. He has no reason to manipulate you. So I'm, I am inclined to agree or to believe him that you were dead in your world or would have been. He's a strange guy, but ne yeah, he's never done anything so far that gives me reason not to trust him. Except for sending you in nearly lethal situations. <laughs> for a purpose right. David I have um, an ability I would like you to keep between you and I okay yeah, um, I think you've you know some of it I can alter your memories I I know a old art of magic that involves knowledge if you would allow me I would like to look back into your mind and relive the experience of you going through your conversations with the lich sure and he just looks into your eyes for a short but still uncomfortable amount of time and after a bit he goes ah I have found something you have forgotten <laughs> which is 
you are the biggest douchebag I've ever met. And you should remember that. No. Uh, he says, <laughs> you should remember that. Revolver. <laughs> I'm already dead in my world, so don't pay me. Um, and you got to hold it like this, too, by every time you do that. Um, he goes, Glitch, when was convincing you to, <laughs> his version of convincing you, to back to your world, gave some speech about chess. Yes. And he said that you were a pawn, and that moving you would let out the rook. And the rook, he said, were the unseen ones from your world. This seems vital, or at least another piece of the puzzle. So you, uh, you being here, it allows these unseen ones to come to our world. But what you've been telling me is that these unseen ones have been very seen. Correct. I would not describe what I saw as unseen ones. <laughs> By very definition. But it is possible that these unseen ones, they have a part to play in this. Do you have any idea, any encounter with these unseen ones in your life, in your world? No. No. I have not. You're just pondering. Let me ask you this. Um, another thing that seemed odd in this whole thing was our encounter with the soul gems and the reanimated dead that we fought. Yes. I couldn't help but feel like that's connected somehow. They were doing something in that castle, in the Lich's castle, some sort of experimentation. You know, that manifest you found seems that they were, I mean, I guess it makes sense, I mean, but they were using the bodies we sent them for some reason. But why were you sending them bodies? David, we paid for the, we paid to use the dragons. What price do you think a lich wants? It's not gold. He deals in bodies. So we sent our, we sent our dead to him. One of the countless reasons why I wish to be out of that deal. That my father, that was no decision at all. To me, I may have thought about that for a little bit. So it was your, it was your father's deal. Oh, yes. I just continued it. Because without it, the orcs would have overwhelmed us. And do you know to what end they were using the bodies? That, I think, is important. So, the manifest said that not all of them were good enough for whatever they were doing. When you fought this lich, there was a great big structure as the backdrop to your fight. Things moving about, and when he died, it began to fall apart, and this according to your testimonies... And the things that were reanimated had died. So obviously they were tied to the lich. So it leads me to believe that he was using the bodies that we sent him and reanimated them as a workforce to build this structure. So I think that brings us to the next question. What was the structure for? And I think I will be sending some men to go try and figure that out. Well done. We've at least given ourselves an opportunity to follow a lead. We've, we've, we've discovered a lead. Duran, can you handle that? Duran nods and he walks away. David, well, yes. For the few mom- blessed, blessed moments that we are without Duran, you need to know something about him. Duran is somebody who has honor, but on the other hand, he pretty much believes everything I do not. <laughs> we are quite opposite on the moral spectrum, but I keep him around because I learned. Uh, during my time as a revolutionary 
that the opposite opinion is always good to listen to. You never know when it might actually be right or when at least might spur you on to refine your opinion. So very often you will have Duran giving us advice and I'm not sure where you'll fall on the line either if you agree with him or, dis- or disagree with him, but uh, that is where he will lie in his service. Okay. I keep him around the same reason God keeps around evil people, to help deal with the other evil people. <laughs> That's why is if you moral- meet some of my generals, you might be surprised to why I would let them have any power. But evil people are best at killing other evil people. All right, David. Uh, well, so for the rest of today, I'll keep you by my side much as I do Duran and his things come up, I'll, of course, every time you think you have an opinion that's worth listening to, you tell it into my ear. Understood. Um, aside from that, things you'll learn as we go on. I'm sure you'll get a stipend, you'll get different privileges. Many areas will be open to you here. You've done well today, and we'll do a short day. We'll say you'll leave you till lunch, and then I can send you home. Does that sound good for today? Sounds good. I appreciate it again. I really do, David. I have one last request of you. For better or for worse, it may not be true, but we've, we've determined that these things are happening around you. So I would consider it a personal favor if you did your best to stay away from mana. I don't want the next time a war machine appears around you to be next to my wife. Understood. Hopefully, me and my clockwork will be around the next time something comes through here, and we'll be able to interrogate it. <laughs> I hope you're right. Let's uh, go to uh, Thaddeus and uh, Blanc. Uh, what are you guys Greetings. doing? Some cockadoodle doo some more in your wake. David's gone. What are you guys doing? Oh, you know, just lollygagging. Lally. Hanging out. Thaddeus. Uh, I look at Blanc. Do you still want to stay cooped up in the house? Or do you want to come out with Satsoku and I? I would love to. Oh, God, I would love to get out in the sun. Something. Anything. And be pinned up in this house. Okay. You know, we go to breakfast at a nice place. I'm playing third wheel, right? Am, or am I playing <laughs> wingman? <laughs> well, you know that chick Just that... Just don't uh, be around when he shows them her, her, his fireflies. <laughs> we don't talk about Well, you know that oh, chick... I've got uh, fireflies of my own. Oh. <laughs> um... So that that chick that who, who was what, what was the name of our companion? I don't remember. Well, he asked the chick in the city. You can go talk to her. Might want to go talk to her. I'm not gonna chase some dead guy's ex-wife. Some dead Girl. guys, dude. Pie on the that's well, crossed it, the line, man. Actually, that's crossed the line. I thought you were a paladin. Techni- I thought you had honor. Hold on. Technically, they were never married. She just is like his, his squeeze when he's in the city. And she's nah, a man. This is the grayest area paladin I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, what do you guys actually do? Um, you guys got some breakfast someplace? Breakfast, and then I'd like to go see the kids. Oh, great. Oh, you guys have a wonderful breakfast at some place, and Suko, like is kind of like poking at her food, and like it's obviously food she's not really eaten before. And it seems very basic to you, eggs, bacon, different mm-hmm. things, like breakfast food for you, it seems common. Bad teacher. And, and she kind of leans over and goes, what is this? And she points at the eggs. Oh, th- those are eggs. From what? <laughs> well, they are a chicken's period. <laughs> Gross. It's true. That's what they are. It is. <laughs> she goes, oh. 
You just ruined eggs for me, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they are. It, I love it is eggs. what it is. Uh, and she kind of eats them humbly, but she doesn't seem super thrilled about it. <laughs> I wouldn't either. The next time you call her Sensuko, she says, you may call me Suko. Okay. And uh, you go visit the kids. And there's Jaren. He's super excited to see you guys. He's like, hey, good to see you guys again. What's up? Nothing much. Yourself, Jaren? How have you been? How are the children? <laughs> Busy. <laughs> Busy. Oh, Blanc, this might be your first time meeting him. Yeah. He's a guy what? maybe David's age, maybe a little bit older. And he's got a scar from here to here. Oh, like gotcha. a smile, but only on one side of his face. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Yo, man, what's up with that scar? Oh, my goodness. Uh, hey, what's your name? Forgive the ignorant <laughs> one. He's I'm not ignorant. I'm older than you. Yeah, what's respect, your, respect your elders, Thaddeus. Come on. Yeah, man. Screw you. What's your name? <laughs> You're the one who wanted me to hit on some dead guy's wife. My, okay, Jared is Tracy <laughs> around. I was hoping to introduce you to Tracy. Wow, you guys are into some stuff. <laughs> My name's Jaren, uh, and he held his hand out. What's your name? Well, I'm Blanc. Uh, nice to meet you, Blanc. Pleasure to meet you. He goes, I got this. Um, made a mistake a while back, and uh, some people... Uh, I couldn't pay some people, so they took it out in flesh. Ah, uh, fair enough, fair enough. We all have our mistakes. Yeah. Yeah, the kids love it. Oh, the kids. Yeah. Who are the kids? What are their names? Oh, boy. Oh, how many you want to know? Uh, this is an orphanage. And, uh, and he goes, but I tell him it's from a, I tell him from a big heroic battle, and I don't let him know. And uh, he goes, we come over. We're just now uh, sitting down to lunch, or actually, breakfast. Dark night. We're we're having snack time, and there's little juice boxes everywhere, and they all <laughs> say Kool Aid. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but we 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 see David at the house later that night. David, we found this awesome drink called Kool Aid. <laughs> <laughs> Would David recommend that we not drink the Kool-Aid? Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> um, hmm. uh, all right. So you kind of have a uh, – nothing more interesting happens there unless you have anything else to say. No, I totally want to sit at, the, sit at the table and drink Kool-Aid with the kids. Great. And you drink Kool-Aid with the kids. And it's <laughs> Awesome. And the kids love Ask you. Ask them what's up. And they're and like, play, they're like what do these robes mean? And they're like pulling on them and they're asking you a bunch of little kids questions that all inevitably go down to why – why this and why that? And they seem to love you. Oh, good. Blanc's like, Ugh. we don't get a lot of visitors. They love visitors. Blanc, I mean, freaking Jaren. Who's saying what? J- Jaren says they love visitors. Oh, okay. Oh, we don't good, get a lot of good. them. The only, but when the people they do get are pretty big. Mana comes by her once in a while. Oh, Boy, wow. do they light up. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. Like so. fireflies. Yeah. No, no, that's gross. Don't show your fireflies to kids. Whoa, <laughs> Daddy, get out of here! <laughs> get your fireflies out of an orphanage. Gross people. Spend some time at the orphanage, and uh, how long are you going to be there? I don't know. Don't tell the kids a story. Stay there at least through lunch, and then maybe an hour or two afterwards. Yeah. Play games with the kids. Even even amongst the kids, Suko is still trying to keep to herself as much as she can. Play with the kids. Eventually, you go home. You get home around the time David does. David, um, you spend some time there and hear some ben- pretty banal or benign. I don't know which word would be better. Uh, boring. Ben- which one? <laughs> benign, like harmless, pointless. Yeah, but boring is what I was trying to go for. But uh, yeah. stuff that we really don't have much input to put on. I'd mm-hmm. say banal. 
banal, and you eventually go home, David. Okay. And uh, and you all you all get home. Ta da. Ta da. Hey, I'm Caleb, and I'm Christian. And we're the hosts of Pathfinder Academy, your go-to podcast for everything and anything Pathfinder. We cover everything from basic mechanics, skill checks, combat with weapons, combat with magic, party roles, character creation, how to run a session, player types and conflict, character death, house rules, making good encounters, rewarding your players, romance, how to kick pigs, pre-made campaigns, homebrew campaigns, storytelling tips, class guides, race overviews, class reviews, book reviews, and much, much more. You can catch us every Thursday here on the Trailblazer Network. See you in class. Hey so, guys! Hey, honey! Hey, how was work? What's up, man? Daddy uh, showed his fireflies to a bunch of kids. What's up with you? <laughs> well, work was good. I know what the manifest. Work means. was good. This is the sentence that every Pathfinder player wants to eventually say. Get to the point where you come home and say, "Work was good." This is living the life I don't normally live. <laughs> this is my escape. <laughs> I uh, know what the manifest means. Oh, well, do tell. Apparently, the Empire was paying the Lich in dead bodies for use of the dragons. What dead bodies? The bodies that are referred to in the manifest. Where did he get the dead bodies? I I give a horrified look. Just they're dead when people would die. Instead of burying them, I think they were shipping them to the Lich. Yes, but that's a lot of dead bodies. Is that natural? Was it caused by him or some other wait, wait, he's, influence? He's, uh, David's wearing a uniform. Oh, yeah, what happened to your clothes, man? Did they take them? <laughs> that's weird. It was Just weird. Saying. <laughs> what are they going to do, smell them? Seemed like a deal breaker, though. Okay, that's your emperor. <laughs> uh, the, the emperor wasn't specific to how they chose the dead bodies to send. But I did get the idea that, no, I don't think the Emperor was killing people and sending them. I would assume he was using, uh, you know, natural dead. Mm. Okay. I think Thaddeus can back me up on that. I don't think Valerian would kill citizens, even for the dragons. It doesn't matter if they're citizens. There's, there's plenty of dice. There's plenty that die day in and day out. He wouldn't need to kill them. All but unfortunately, right. none of that really gets us closer to the answer of uh, why things are coming from my world to this world. That we didn't figure out. Do you have any leads? Anything that you're chasing? Yes. If yeah, you guys remember when we fought the Lich, remember that big structure behind him the things we're building do you I guys do know? valerian seemed pretty interested in that and mm. said he was gonna investigate that further but, but wasn't that in a different plane yeah i kind of remember getting pulled through a wall i'm not sure yeah how that works huh well if he's gonna look into it i'm sure he's I'm sure he has every idea as to where it could be but of that whole story we went through, he seemed pretty interested in that structure. Mm. So anything else? Anything else cool happening? That was it. Unfortunately, I didn't get it. all the answers I was uh, hoping for. 
Uh, well, you know. And now I'm starting to believe Valerian really doesn't know too much more. You know, again, he could just be leading you on. I mean, he is pretty charismatic. He was a revolutionary. He toppled the government beforehand. He could be lying. Who knows? I don't think... I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't think he's lying. I think that... Meaning, he. I don't think he's doing anything um, malicious, but I do think he's the kind of guy, if he didn't think I needed to know, he wouldn't tell me. So it's quite possible there's things he's not telling me. That's fine. Lying by omission, so to speak. Yeah. But I don't have any reason to think what he does say is untrue. Yeah, and that's fine. I don't mean to lay the seeds of doubts. Of doubt, but... <sighs> he pulls out a plow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. Anyways, well, I think we've uh, got everything that we can get, to get today. And we hung out with some orphans. It was awesome. Oh, you went? You met Jaren? Yeah. Yep. I spent a lot of time there. I was a volunteer there for a while. Oh, wow. Nice. Kids were wonderful. And he gave us, uh, he gave us the dragon arrows, if you remember the arrows I used in the Lich's Castle. I do remember that. You're, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, dragons are the easiest thing, you know? With, with those things, especially when Woo! you meet, especially when you meet Jaren first. Yeah. <laughs> okay, love, we love you. Does Valerian wish you to stay in the city for a little while? Well, he didn't say that this time, but the first time I spoke to him, when we first got back, he did make it seem like if I took this job, he didn't want me uh, adventuring. Hmm. But that doesn't mean I won't. Of course. But there's no point. You know, it's like, where are we going if we don't know what's going on? So, Indeed. Indeed. This seems like the way to go. Yeah, I figure we stay out. I mean, we stay here as long as we can. Get as much information as we can. Why not? Wouldn't hurt. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm being a little... Now, can you talk to him about possibly making me a citizen? I don't know if he really knows where I'm from, uh, where I am, but it would be really helpful. Well, like I said that day, when we met with him when we got back, that you should speak to him. I think you should speak to him. I think okay, I can arrange can you, that. Yeah, if you can arrange that, that would be great. Because, wait, out of game, were we privy to that? I don't remember. Yes, you were all there when he said that. Remember, the man in white one told you to speak to him. Yeah. I think if you tell him that, he'll speak to you. Okay, that's fine. Then, uh, yeah. Jagnabbit! I forgot something else, guys. What? What Come on, man. Freaking, when you were in Selver, and you stayed at, you know, the same hotel you did before, the innkeeper said, uh, oh, your friend was looking for you. And I'm sure you inquire what friend, and he goes, you know, a guy in a weird uniform, had a cane, face was all wrapped up. He asked, uh... When you guys were around and where you guys were heading. Face wrapped up cane. Uh, yeah, we saw him at the party that we were at. Oh, that's right. Okay. Do and I know this person? And the man in white told us beware of the man with the cane. Indeed. The limp. The limp, sorry. Well, you can assume that we told that guy don't say anything about okay. us to him. Like, oh, too late. I told him it was a couple we, of um, a while ago. Sorry, he made it out like you guys were all buddies. <laughs> we don't know him well if he comes I take out a piece of paper and scribble real quick if he comes back again tell him we left this for him 
All right, will do. Thank you. All right, sorry. Beep. Fast forward back to where you were. Okay, cool. Well, make that you know make that appointment happen, please. I will, and I'm also going to ask Valerian about the the man with the cane. Good point. He was at the party. I assume Valerian knows who he is. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mention that the man in white said anything about fearing him, but just kind of ask some questions. Yeah. Okay. Does Valerian know about the man in white? Yeah, he met the man in white. Did he? Okay. The man in white talked to him too. Gotcha. Well, like I said, I wouldn't let on that the man in white said to fear him. Just see what Valerian says first, and then we figure out. But when I go in the in, in the, tomorrow morning, Blanc, I want you to come with me. I'll do it. I'll be there. Because I, I think the Emperor will be more than happy to talk to you when we tell him that was the direction that the man in white gave us. If That's we're right. all going to die, I better come to I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, but okay. You guys have fun at the palace. I'll, you know, I think I know what I'm going to do. Have fun storming the castle. <laughs> ah, with fireflies. He's only <laughs> mostly dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, hey, anything else you got? I'm done do for the day. Do for today? Yeah. Y'all go to sleep? Indeed. Uh, for Suko, I guess she's sleeping on the couch. She doesn't have a bed? No, you, you guys used your guest bed to get... Well, I guess with, with Sergio dead, there is now a, a new room. <laughs> I guess she can have the guest room or she can have Sergio's old room. Depends where Blanc wants to be. Give her Sergio's old room. I'll take the guest. All right. I, I kind of clear the stuff out and say, you, you can sleep in here. It's it's a good room. He goes, uh, I start breaking down. I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. And I'm like, <laughs> now I, I'm forced to sleep among the peasants. <laughs> Uh, everybody's getting ready for bed. The common riffraff. David, you're you're you're, you're um, you just have to be closest to the door when there's a. <sighs> okay. I start, I, I start I start throwing crap at him and say "Viva la resistance." It's Viva nighttime, force. right? Yeah, definitely. I ask who who it is. Who is it? Um, he goes. Um, boy, I don't know what you would call these people. Uh, well, they have names. Uh, come on, there's a word for. Oh, come on. Beggars, thieves. Why don't say anything? Amway? Don't say anything! <laughs> oh god, no! <laughs> We're in the of a package, but you weren't here to sign for it. You can pick it up at the post office. Um, Delivery man, mailman. Shut Jehovah's up! Jehovah's Witness. Courier. What would you call a mailman? You want to call him a runner or a scribe? They're different a courier. It's a different word. Courier is a good word, but it's not the word I was thinking of. Think, like there's a, I'm sure there's a, pa- a Roman god, the patron of this. Hermes? Marathon? But what would he be? Uh, he would be a whatever. We'll use courier for now. Somebody who has the mail. Okay. So I open the door it, and it's pissing me off. I think it starts with an S. The guy says, uh, "I have a message for David Cohen." That's me. Uh, here you go. Thank oh, you. Oh boy. I flip, I flip him a gold piece. Just that. He catches it and goes and walks away. Then I shoot him and take it back. Perfect. <laughs> um, <laughs> very nice. <laughs> All right, I open it. It's from Jaron. It says, uh, David, at your earliest possible convenience, uh, please come to the orphanage. Orphanage, If you can come tonight, please do. Okay, I uh, wake up my companions and fill them in. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, 
Okay. Should I we thought... leave Setsuko at the house? Yeah, I was just about to recommend that. Leave her here. I'll leave the fireflies with her. <laughs> Not that I think there's anything dangerous here, but yeah, I'd feel better if you guys watch my back a little bit. Yeah. I look at him. Armor or no armor? Uh, Take your no armor. armor, but bring your sword. Let's not look too conspicuous. I strap my shield on my so back. So it's just you three, and you're leaving Suko there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You guys go, and um, you you go to the orphanage and open it in, and it's dark as you'd expect. It's nighttime. All the kids should be asleep. And I'm Well, sure hold on. Hold on. It, if it's dark, I have low light vision, and Thaddeus can see in the dark. Okay, cool. It's dark. Do to we me. see anything? Right. It's um. You see all, what you normally expect. All perception. Normal orphanage. <laughs> all right. uh, normal orphanage. When I, when I say it's dark, you don't need to let me know every time that you have dark vision. Okay. Well, I, I, I take it I that mean, you have. We see in the dark. Right. I'm just letting <laughs> you know that it's nighttime. God, <laughs> that there's not candles burning. It doesn't matter. We don't. We don't perceive. I anything. cast magic missile. Well, you do dark vision if you read it. Just gives you black and white. Um, you see things in black and white in the dark. But anyway, okay. you, you go in and you open the door and um, what you do see is that there's Jaren and he's standing like like almost at the end of the room, the little vestibule area. He's like, David, oh, I'm glad you came. Oh, and you brought friends. Uh, yeah, in my latest adventures, I found it better not to travel <laughs> alone. Oh. And he goes, that is such a good idea. And you all come in and he goes, David, I am so sorry. And you all feel... A very sharp pain in the back of your head and fall over. Aw, oh, Jaren. You are out. After a little while, your vision's blurry, you're waking up. Now we gotta kill Jaren. You but find your hands tied behind your back. And I'm guessing this wasn't any sort of sleep spell. Mm, I think we got correctly. clonked on the head. You're guessing correctly. We got clonked. And um Okay. Your head hurts, and you wake up, and the four of you are on your knees, hands tied behind your back, and your feet are tied, and then those things are tied together. And there is somebody behind each of you with a knife right under your throat, and it's like pushing onto it. Uh, or if you push anymore, it would, it would pierce your flesh. And Jaren is there tied up as well. Standing in front of you, you find you're in the main area, one of the big areas, like where everybody eats, and there's like little tables and things, except the tables are all gone, and all the kids are all sitting down. And there's a bunch of guys in, 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 in black garbs with their face. The only like, eyes are the only things that you can see. And they all have uh, katanas. And there's people pouring liquid everywhere around the room. And there's boxes and things. And on the boxes it says lamp oil. <laughs> and it's being poured onto the kids all around. Pretty much everywhere except on you. And there's only one guy that's not doing that, and he's standing uh, a little bit away from you, and he's staring at you guys. And he says, um, uh, David Kuhn. Oh, yeah, get over it. <laughs> um, he says, you, allow us, you allowed us to attack oh. you, you recognition friend. No, he says, we love you a long, long time. He says, Very you nice. want salt, a ketchup? Uh, he says, <laughs> um, we are taking the girl. Do not t- attempt to get her back. You have interfered with Orokusaki's business twice now. He warned you. You get close, you get gut. And he pulls out, and you see he has the matches that you use for your your uh, pipe. He pulls one out, and he, and he pulls it. And he says, um, 
This will teach you to mess with Orokusaki. And he throws it on the oil covering the children, and it fizzles out. And he says, Next time, it will not be water we pour on these kids. And, and he nods, and you all feel another hard hit, and you're all black out again. You wake up an unknown amount of time later, and you are in that main room. It is light out, so you've obviously been out for some portion of the night. You guys wake up, and you are no longer tied. Is there, is, is there anyone else in the room? It is the kids and you four. Okay, okay. so these kids are now messed up. Is Jaren around? Yeah, he's waking up as well. You're all waking up kind of at the same time. I kind of go over to him and make sure he's okay. Oh my god. Well, I go over to the kids and make sure they're okay. And they're kind of laughing and giggling. Well, I just keep up with the facade. I just try to play with them. That's Um, perfect. Make, you know, like nothing ever happened. Great. And they're like asking a bunch of questions like, um, why won't the man come back? That was fun. Uh Can we play with them again? Oh. You never know. They could be back tomorrow. We don't know. (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, Jaren goes, uh, he's like, holding his head. He's like, oh, Oh, I'm so sorry. It's okay, Jaren. It happens. Don't worry about it. David, David, you got to know. I I had no option. They said they were going to hurt the kids if I didn't get you to come over here. I understand. What did you see, though, before we got there? A bunch of these guys walked in. And they told me that either I get you, where's David? And I told them you weren't here. And they said, if I don't get you to come over here, they were going to kill the kids. Is anyone else wondering how Oroku Saki even knows who I, oh no, did we tell him our name? Yep. He was the guy that you yeah, all, yeah. he hired you all and got all your names. I just couldn't remember if we, yeah, yeah. Does he know where we live is the question. Obviously, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. I, I look at David. I said, I have to get back to the house. Yeah. Uh, just Jaren, is everything okay here? Can we go? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. And he goes, if they were going to hurt anybody, they would have already done it. Alright, so we all... Let's go. I'd see if he goes, David, I really am sorry. It's okay. I understand. Yeah, let's go back to the house. Your front door's kicked in. Yeah, soup. she's gone, man. You look around, and Phoenix is there. And he just kind of goes, uh... He's walking, and he's kind of like holding a broken thing. He's like, what happened here? Orokusaki. I'm clenching my fist this whole time. Orokusaki happened here. Orokusaki, isn't that the the guy the girl spoke of? Speaking of, where is she? He took her back. I go and check her room. Phoenix says, I'll be back in a couple days. And he leaves your house and gets on a horse. I stop him. Where are you going? To get her back. I'm coming with you. You are not. I work better alone. Plus, what I'm going to have to do are not things paladins like to do. <laughs> and, he, and he gallops away. <laughs> Can we explain this is a real gray area gray area paladin that we have here? <laughs> yeah, at this point, I, I pick up my sword and I, I give, it a, give my doorpost a good hack. <laughs> nice. well, if it makes you feel any better, Thaddeus. If I could only pick one person to go after her, it would be Phoenix. So, if she yeah, can, man. if she can be gotten to, he'll get to her. Oh man! Well, now we have something new. We have to tell the Emperor. Yeah, I can just knock on my head. I don't know. Should I go to see the Emperor today? After all this? Yes. I know it sucks, but 
All right, let's do it. I, I tell them to go ahead, and I go and find a monastery to go pray for a while. Okay. All right, yeah, we go to the to the emperor. All right. You go, and uh, when you get in, the um, emperor looks at you, and he goes, uh, you're late. For the sake of time, I tell him the story. Does anything not happen around you? Have you ever had a day in this world yet where you've just gone to sleep, woken up, done something fun, and then went back to sleep? Yeah, yesterday. I, yes, when I, when, I was, <laughs> when I was volunteering at the orphanage, it was about a week apiece. Other than that, no. He looks at, at um, Duran and says, um, Duran, Duran. find out who else can run the orphanage. Go get some protection around there. Don't tell Mana. <laughs> I'll talk to her later. And and Duran kind of nods and he leaves. He goes, you, why are you here? Uh, there's something we forgot to tell you, Emperor. Uh, when we met with the man in white the last time, he said that our companion Blanc here should have a private conversation with you. And so far we've done what the man in white has asked. And so I thought you would want to, knowing that, you would want to talk to him. Very well. And he also was very specific that you two speak privately. Hmm. Well, I hope the man in white doesn't think of clockwork as people. Come, what's your name? My name is Blanc. Come, Blanc, let us speak privately. Ah, yes, indeed. All right, you go into some room, and it just seems to be obviously some sort of meeting room. And the emperor kind of gestures you to sit down. Okay. And he does not, and he just puts his hand behind his back and kind of puts them in each other and goes, Well, did the man in white give us any icebreaker games to play? (laughs) <laughs> well, in fact, he gave us this game called Break the Ice. You see, you, you have to hit these little ice pebbles, and there's this guy in the middle. Um, anyways, so I'm not really sure what to talk to you about. He just said that I should talk to you. Well, first off, um, I'm about 200 years old. Have you ever met a red elf? doesn't matter. He wrote some words on me back in the day. Um, I'm from an ancient kingdom of elves. Lived about eh, up in the north towards the Lich. Um... Uh, we crafted emerald jewels. We were very famous for them. And then this red elf came by. He created took this... and destroyed your town with plague. Yes, he did. He created these stitch blight, and then uh, they breathed this black, this purple. I'm fume. fully aware of what happened. Gotcha. So, um, through some way or another, he destroyed my vi- my village and uh, left me, and I've been alive ever since, cursed or blessed with life, however you want to think of it, um, until literally. This party came upon me and brought me in. Hmm. So, that's my story. Do you know anything of this red elf? Do you know anything of what I know happened? what you reported up to me. Aside from that, I know nothing new about him. Hmm. And apparently he says he made you. Yes, he did. So you do know this red elf. I, what is his name? I know the report you gave me. Correct. And that was in the report. Okay. <laughs> as was your origins, and that's as I knew them. Fair enough. Do you have any new light to shed on this? Well, did you hear about Yes, it was in the report. <laughs> he says, um, I don't know what this man in white wants me to tell you. Hmm. I know nothing about your people. It's before my time. Not really in my history books. I don't know why he killed your village. Hmm. 
Oh, it probably yes. killed you so to protect the Lich's castle. Maybe. Maybe. Interesting. Do you believe well, this? Do you believe the story? I don't know what to believe. At first, no. And probably still, no. But the fact that he said it, um, I mean, there's always room for doubt, right? Does it matter to you? In a way, yes. I mean, it's been 200 years. I mean, I've literally felt about, thought about nothing else but this red elf. Finding him. Knowing what it is. You but finally get to kill him and you find revenge isn't as satisfying as you expected. Yes, indeed. It's a curse of revenge. Yep, that's just what it is. And then here I am, and I can't die. And then when I did die... I bet I could prove you wrong. Well, hmm. I don't know. Last time I died, I was resurrected by this weird angel thing. So who knows what would happen? The you see that time. he kind of looks down for a second, and then kind of shakes his head and continues listening to you. Yes. Anyways, so I'm still alive. Don't know why. So right now, there's two options at the table: either the elf is a liar or wasn't. Correct. Either you lived in that town and the memories you have are real and you had a real family, or he made you, created you, and set you there and gave you these memories as some sort of Stalwart protector, watchman. Correct, correct. And this empire never existed in the first place. This history that I know of never existed. This family that I had never existed. Mr. Blanc, how in the world does it matter or affect you what you do in the future, what your past was? If you were made or if you were born, does it matter? Would you still be with this party? Would you still be doing all the things that you want to do? I would probably still be doing all the things that I want to do. But that doesn't make these questions any less important. While they don't advance what we do, they matter to me. Blanc, I learned something. And I learned it from someone, one of the few people I actually value their opinions. Mm -hmm. This person told me, Valerian, you're only a monster if you act like one. Whether you were born or you were made a monster, what happens now and in the future, what matters whether or not you are a monster, what'll prove that is what you do. Okay, I don't see myself as a monster at all. I don't know why you would point that out. Well, he created you, made you into this thing. According to his lie. I don't know. According to his lie. Regardless of whether he did or didn't, I'm I don't consider myself a monster. For your future, Bonk. Yes. You could be the the man who was born, who has these memories. Yes. You fight for whatever you believe in, the family that you believe you had. Yes. Or you can believe him that you were made like a monster. But whatever one you act like is going to be what you are. So you can either act like a man or act like a monster. Well, again, I pretty much already have been acting like a man. Then I think your past means nothing. Mm, I don't know. I've spent 200 years thinking about this. Have you lived 200 years, Valerian? How old are you? Ah, have you aged at all? I have aged the normal time a man has. Ah, yes. Well, I haven't. And tell me, Mr. Blanc, where has 200 years of thinking brought you? Nowhere closer to where I am right now. But that doesn't make it insignificant. I feel like I'm closer to the answers than I ever was. Act like a man. I already have. You, you two like to pontificate, don't you? 
<laughs> question: Why did somebody question? Why did somebody tell you not to act like a monster? What was on the table for you? What had you done? What are you doing? What empire did you topple? I don't even know what it is. I literally have lived in what you would call a hole for the past 200 years. His face gets very grim. Or I should say, maybe I should say it looks very straight, but has a hint of, of grimness. And he says, I killed my own father. Why? Because he acted like a monster. Gotcha. And sometimes it takes monsters to take down other monsters. And you wonder to yourself, am I that kind of person? Do you ever ask yourself that question? Do you think you are a monster? Do you think all the good you've done means nothing? Do you think of yourself as some sort of evil being? I think I'm done having this conversation. Why? And he goes over the door and opens it up and gestures you to go out. Fine. And I leave. And he leaves as well. They both, David, come into the throne room. I'm not sure whatever the man in white wanted to accomplish, but we had our private conversation. Can I at least become a citizen? <laughs> it would guarantee me some sort of luxury within sure, this town. Sure, go serve in our military for two terms. Or go be well, a I already killed a lich. Or go be a firefighter for <laughs> ten years. <laughs> I already killed a lich, so I mean, I feel like that's qualification enough. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> Would it help you to know that I punched his crystal into oblivion and therefore killed him? The Empire appreciates your service. <laughs> you know, note, note to self have this conversation first before you give him bad news next time <laughs> I guess so Mr. Cohen we have business to do yes we do um, Dave Blanc I think you leave can I uh, yeah. again I'd, I'm not really sure what yeah sure what I can do as a citizen is not a citizen. Am I being stopped at every turn uh, wherever nope. I go nope. and asked if I'm a citizen? Nope. Asked to present my papers? Nope. By some Javert character? I've said no a pa thousand pa times. Papers, please, monsieur. You may not enter the capital without your papers. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Okay, well, then I go back home. Great. David, um, you spend most of the day listening to things and stuff, and, um, at the end of your day, um, Valerian says to you, um, we have attempted to duplicate your clothing. And he gestures forth, someone comes and they have like a little package and looks like it's obviously full of folded clothes. And he says, um, I, I want it fairly well known that you are not from around here. I want people all around the Empire's territories and beyond to know that somebody from another world works for the Empire. So, if you would please wear these clothes as your uniform whenever you come in. They are not exactly what you had. And, he's, and he, he shows up like the jeans he brought and he goes, I don't know how to make this material and my <laughs> men could not figure it out. But uh, the coat you had was just a 
it looked it was kind of like a leather coat. We've gotten you some real leather, um, and we've tried to mimic your your um, your clothing. Okay, I understand. Oh, well, I'll see you in the morning then. Trailblazers is part of the Trailblazer Network. For more Pathfinder podcasts, visit tblazer.net. Your players have been David, Dom, and Joshua, and Caleb has been your GM. I've been Nicholas Laborde. Thanks for listening. <laughs>